With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. It's been a long week for many people out there with the cold sweeping in. I hope if you're listening to us in the state of Texas, uh, I believe the power situation has been remedied. I hope things get back to normal as quickly as they possibly can for many different states out there that have been in the grip of winter's freeze that are not usually there, whether it's Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, lots of different places out there, Kentucky a little bit, that are not used to being as cold as we have been for as long as we've been. I don't remember the last time uh, that we've been under uh, below freezing like we have in uh, in Nashville, where I live, for a full week. It just doesn't happen. Uh, double winter storms, six, eight inches of snow on the ground, depending on where you are. All of that is uh, an absolute rarity. Uh, so I know many people have been dealing with many different challenges. In fact, remember we had John McClain from the Houston Chronicle on the show during the course of this week, and he was doing the show from his car with the heat running and his cell phone charging because everything in Houston was shut down. By the way, speaking of everything being shut down, Dub is not on the show because he, uh, we thought, I thought that I was going to be in Mexico this week. I thought I would be in Mexico right now. All of the, uh, all of the travel got shut down at the Nashville airport. I think literally the only flight that went to Texas that actually took off was Dub's. He sent me a, uh, he sent me a picture from the airport and it was an entire board. Basically every flight at Nashville was canceled going pretty much everywhere 
except Dub's flight to San Antonio somehow took off and uh, he was able to uh, to get down there for the weekend. Wow. I mean, I, I you couldn't get into Houston. You couldn't get into Austin. You couldn't get into Dallas. And you couldn't get into San Antonio for almost the entirety of the week and uh, either flying in there or wherever. And Nashville was shut down. And I'm not kidding. He sent me the board of all the canceled flights. Only flight just about taken off in the entire day. Uh, was his flight to San Antonio, which I think, what, it was it Thursday? All the days run together. I think he flew out yesterday. Maybe it was Wednesday. I can't remember. Anyway, he somehow got out. So uh, so I hope everybody gets back to uh, to normal. Speaking of back to normal, well, it's a new, uh, new uh, normalcy, I guess, in Indianapolis and in Philadelphia, where Carson Wentz has officially been traded. Uh, potentially a second-round pick turning into a first-round pick along with a third-round pick. Big-dollar commitments in terms of Carson Wentz uh, contracts. $47 million that the Colts have committed to now at the quarterback position. They were able to do that because Phillip Rivers retires and Jacoby Brissett is a free agent. So there were virtually no costs associated with the quarterback position uh, for the Indianapolis Colts going forward. And... They bring in now Carson Wentz and reunite him with his former offensive coordinator, Frank Reich, with whom he had the greatest amount of success back in 2017, which feels like forever ago. Carson Wentz looked like he was going to be one of the next great quarterbacks in the NFL. He was poised to go out and win a uh, MVP, potentially, tore his ACL, and essentially, since that happened, Carson Wentz has not been the same player. He got a big hundred-plus million-dollar contract. He's been under siege for many years now in Philadelphia, and he now gets a fresh start. Optimistic, if you want to buy into the super optimistic uh, uh, idea of what he could be capable of in uh, in Indianapolis, his MVP odds dropped from sixty to forty, but. The overall Colts Super Bowl chances as well as the chances that they will win the division and win the AFC did not change in a precipitous fashion. And we have a poll question up for you that I will bring in the crew because I'm curious what their perspective is on this as well. And the question is pretty straightforward. You can go vote in this at Clay Travis on Twitter. Who won the Carson Wentz trade? Simple question, the Colts by getting Carson Wentz or the Eagles by getting draft picks. And I also think you have to factor in the salary cap relief that the Eagles are going to get. Plus, a part of believing potentially that the Eagles might have won this trade is if you are a believer in Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. It remains to be seen. The Eagles, of course, could go draft a quarterback with the number six overall pick, but it seems like it is more likely that they are going to give uh, Jalen Hurts a chance, given the fact that he was second-round pick last year, to see whether or not he is the quarterback of the future. Over 5,000 of you have voted uh, so far in the early morning poll here as we broke down the first hour of the trade. 65% of you are saying that you like the Colts with Wentz's side of this trade. 35% of you are saying you like the Eagles with the draft pick. Now, until we exactly know what the draft pick is and how things are going to pan out with Carson Wentz, we won't know exactly what the Eagles have had to give up. But if you were a believer that Carson Wentz was not the future for the Philadelphia Eagles, as I know many Eagle fans were, and certainly many NFC East fans were, who have watched uh, this guy play a lot, then at least at a minimum, you got out from underneath a big contract. This 
is a couple of different big angles that I say it's important to keep a mind, uh, an eye on. This is now two guys that have been rewarded with big money contracts at the quarterback position that both teams have ended up reg- regretting uh, with the Rams, the trade to send Jared Goff to, uh, to Detroit. A big part of that trade was getting out from underneath the $100 million plus contract that the Rams had signed with Jared Goff. And now the uh, same decision basically being made by the Philadelphia Eagles. We got to get out from underneath this contract that we gave Carson Wentz to. And so they are now bailing on that contract as well. And speaking of bailing, now with Carson Wentz leaving, this is a wild stat for you as well. All the way back, you think about all the way back to 2009, every single draft pick from 2009 to 2016 who was a quarterback drafted in the first round. It's eight years. Eight years of quarterback first-round draft picks. None of them are on the team that drafted them now. 0 for 22 in terms of finding a long-range answer at the quarterback position. 0 for 22 a billion plus dollars spent by the most brilliant minds in football and from 2009 to 2016 they went 0 for 22 in terms of being able to find a guy who was going to be the long range answer for their quarterback position that's pretty wild to think about eight years 2009 to 2016 all of them have failed and are now on new teams. A billion dollars in quarterback salaries up in smoke. It hasn't worked out. All right. All of that, the prelude to uh, to discussing this, I like the move for the Colts, as I told you in the first hour. I think there's a strong argument that with their offensive line, the Colts' offensive line, that is, I know they need a new left tackle, but I like what I saw out of Jonathan Taylor. I like their ability to protect a quarterback in Phillip Rivers who was 100% immobile. And I believe that Carson Wentz can refine the magic that he had with Frank Reich back in 2017 and be a solid quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts going forward. So I like their side of the trade. Third round pick and a second round pick that potentially could turn into a first round pick depending on the number of snaps that Carson Wentz uh, plays. I think there is decent value there, even at the, at the uh, salary. $47 million that the Colts are committing for their starting quarterback over the next two years. But given what quarterbacks are making now, that's a very reasonable contract. I mean, you didn't even want to give Dak $33 million, though, remember? Well, I didn't want to sign up and give him $33 million a year for I didn't want to give him $100 million plus because I, I'm if I'm a Cowboys, I'm afraid of finding myself in the exact same position that the Rams and the Eagles have found themselves in, which is give $100 million plus to a quarterback that you think is going to be your guy for the future and then it doesn't pan out. I think that a lot of these teams are overreacted in terms of the commitment that they made, uh, the multi-year dollar figure commitment that they made going forward. I, I still, especially coming off of this injury, I, if I were the Cowboys, I would franchise tag Dak Prescott another year. I really would. And make him prove that he can recover and play at an incredibly high level as opposed to giving him $100 million. So who, which side of the equation do you like? Would you rather be the Eagles 
sitting there having gotten out from underneath this big contract with Carson Wentz, getting a third rounder for sure. And if he's any good at all, if it's a little bit bittersweet for the Eagles because they need to root, root for Carson Wentz to be pretty good because if he plays 70% of the snaps and they go to the playoffs or if he plays 75% of the snaps overall, then that becomes a first-round pick, which is obviously much more valuable. Which side of the equation would you rather have, Danny G? It's a tough trade to grade right now because it is a really good fit for Reich and Indy. You keep pointing to the 2017 season, and if Reich can get that production out of Wentz the way he did when he was the OC, I mean, we're talking, I was looking up the stats last night, 3,300 yards, 33 TDs to seven picks with a 102 passer rating. Yeah, he was going to be the MVP probably if he could have kept that pace up. Had you told us back then that he would be on the block right now, we would not have believed that was going to be a conversation right now at the start of 2021. That money, though, that's what we really need to look at because the reports yesterday were that Chicago was the only other team in the mix here. The reason that they didn't pull the trigger was because they found out through Wentz's agent that he was not interested playing for them. And they didn't want to commit that much money to a guy who wasn't even interested in going to Chi-Town. It makes sense that, uh, you know, there weren't a lot of teams interested in this trade just because of that contract. So right now, I would rather be the Eagles just because they drastically overpaid. It's their fault for doing that contract, but they're sitting way better off right now. And it's intriguing to find out. Our friend Albert Brer was on with Colin yesterday, and he said that he firmly believes that the Eagles are going to look at all the quarterback options with that number six pick because the 2022 quarterback class for that draft is not thick. Yeah, the challenge they're going to have is the one that they've had basically for the last two years. How do you go draft Jalen Hurts in the second round and then the next year go draft another quarterback in the first round? Because they're the Eagles. They did that same thing to Carson Wentz. I know. That's what started a lot of this. I understand. But back-to-back years, I mean, it happens. Look, I mean, to me, if you want to go back in time and look at the rapid evolution of the quarterback position, the Cardinals' decision – to draft, I believe that Josh Rosen went number 10 overall. Somebody can look that up and confirm. I believe Josh Rosen went number 10 overall, and the idea was, hey, Josh Rosen is the Cardinals' quarterback of the future. The next year, they drafted Kyler Murray number one overall. That changed everything because prior to that, the idea that you would have a high draft pick at the quarterback position and turn the page on him that quickly was completely unacceptable in the NFL. He was number 10. Josh Rosen, number 10 overall, first-round pick. Usually you get the key to the franchise for at least three years. I mean, that, that, was, that was the entire thing. Hey, it takes three years to figure out whether or not this quarterback is going to be the guy. Maybe he doesn't start immediately, but he's eventually going to start some point year one, usually year two, you give him a chance, year three, you give him a chance. If it hasn't happened by then, then you move on. Josh Rosen didn't even get a full year, really, before people were saying, okay, we're firing the head coach, we're going to hire Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to get his ability to go find his guy. And so... I wonder whether the Eagles, having cleared the deck with Carson Wentz, bringing in a brand new head coach, bringing in a brand new administration, are going to allow them to do the same thing with the number six pick 
that we saw happen with Kingsbury and Kyler Murray with the number one overall pick because if your quarterback is there, somebody that you absolutely love, you don't know how often you're going to be that high up in the draft in the first place. And before they fired uh, everybody at the the Eagles organization and also moved on from Carson Wentz, remember they kind of gave you an indication about what they might do going forward when they pulled – Jalen Hurts and and basically I think it was Nate Sudfeld right they brought him in whoever it was and basically gave away that game uh down the stretch run there if it was against the Washington football team to allow them to win the NFC East but they moved from eight to six that could end up being significant if they decide that they want to go in the direction of grabbing a quarterback so again all bets are off nobody commits to quarterbacks anymore in the NFL Even if you're a first-round draft pick, look at what happened with Washington and Dwayne Haskins. I mean, the guy doesn't even finish a second season and they say, hey, we're done with you and kick him to the curb. That's kind of where we are right now uh, from the perspective of trying to figure out the most important position in all of sports. Even the guys who are geniuses, supposedly, football uh, IQ off the charts, 2009 to 2016, they basically go 0 for 22. Uh, What about you, Eddie? Which is the better side of this equation? Would you rather be the Colts this morning waking up or would you rather be the Eagles? I would much rather be the Colts. Uh, The Eagles um, have a head coach we know nothing about. Yep. Jalen Hurts, you know, may be a decent quarterback, but that's very much to be determined. Yep. Uh, If you're the Colts, you know, I, I love the Frank Reich aspect of this. I think. He obviously knows Carson Wentz very well. I think Carson Wentz is comfortable playing for him. I, I think it's a chance for Carson Wentz to hit the reset button. He's got better players around him. Obviously, the offensive line, some pretty good running backs, good enough receivers, a good defense. Uh, you know, the only the only thing the Eagles got going for them is they're in a bad division. So maybe it won't take a lot to turn them around in that if that division stays the way it is. But I'd much rather be the Colts right now. It's interesting. One of the angles that makes it easier to make the argument for the Colts is you know what their plan is. So I can spin out a story on why this trade makes a lot of sense for the Colts. Frank Reich, 2017, Carson Wentz, 33 intercept, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions on its way to being the MVP. We know that there's a high level of play at the quarterback position that Carson Wentz can ascend to. And in fact, the highest level of play he's ever had was partnered with Frank Reich. Strong offensive line, good running game, solid defense. You can plug and play with Carson Wentz and you can make an argument that Wentz could be, again, this is the argument, Wentz could be for the Colts uh, something like what Tom Brady was for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A veteran quarterback who comes in and makes the difference on a team that was already pretty talented but hadn't been able to take the proverbial next step, right? You can make that argument. I'm not saying I buy into it, but you can make it. What argument do you make with the Eagles? You don't really know what their story is going forward. You can make the argument, well, Jalen Hurts, now it's his team. We can find out whether or not he's the answer. You can make the argument, brand new administration, they got the number six overall pick. Go get whoever the quarterback is there. Start the rebuild. You've cleared all the cap space. Basically, the reason why I think it's hard to make the Eagles argument is we don't know what their plan is. The Colts' plan is pretty easy to see, so I think you have to make the argument, in my opinion, 
that the Colts are in a better position this morning as you wake up than the Eagles are. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Which side would you go? Uh, you guys convinced me, man. I was going to say the, the Eagles are better just because they botched the whole situation and by giving Carson Wentz all that money and they, you know, they got that solid cap relief and they got rid of a guy who – you know, didn't like, didn't get along with some of his teammates. But you guys convinced me the fact that you know I love the I love the Frank Wright aspect, like you guys said, and then the fact that Colts have a better direction makes more sense. And then the and then with the fact that the Eagles have a coach that we know nothing about, yeah, I, I gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, all right, when we come back. Believe it or not, I know a lot of you out there shivering in the cold as the Arctic blast has descended across it's the cold entire here nation. Too. It's even cold in LA. Forty-six degrees. That's uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people out there that would sign up for forty-six. It was eighty yesterday. Yeah, yeah I had to nice. turn my AC on. I mean, on Wednesday, I looked at the map. The, the front page of the New York Times had like a cold chill map or whatever, and the only two places that weren't frigid were Southern California, a little bit of Arizona and uh and florida everywhere else was basically below freezing so i know a lot of people out there are freezing uh i know a lot of people are ready for spring what more than spring and summer uh coming close is there a sign that was a a horribly phrased uh sentence (laughs) nothing makes it feel like spring and summer are close from the world of sports better than pitchers and catchers reporting they have done so john morosi is our major league baseball insider we will discuss that with him next this is outkick the coverage with clay travis Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be for the first time since, I think, November, uh, John Morosi is back. And, John, I was talking about earlier in the show, I'm cautiously optimistic that baseball is going to be the first sport back almost entirely feeling normal. And what I mean by that is 162-game season. I don't know when in July or August it will happen, but I think there will be a team in July or August that basically says, hey, we're selling as many tickets as we can. We're ready for people to come back. Uh, if you look at the trend lines with the vaccine that's out there, if you look at the overall trend lines with the cases on COVID collapsing, there's reason to believe that baseball could be the first sport back that feels almost 100% like itself again. Well, good morning, Clay. And I agree. Uh, you look at uh, the way things are starting this spring. I know just taking a couple samples from teams in spring training, uh, the Red Sox will sell about 24% of their uh, capacity right now at JetBlue Park in Fort Myers. The Tigers, I know they sold out their allotment of, of tickets at 20% capacity in the span of several hours yesterday in, yep. in Lakeland, Florida. So uh, we're going to see anywhere from a fifth to a quarter capacity at those two ballparks, and I think that's going to be the standard in spring. And to your point, Clay, when you think about summertime and how things could look by then, uh, I'm also optimistic that that uh, around the All-Star break, and we're believing that we will still see an All-Star game happen uh, this July. In fact, the draft is now going to happen at the All-Star game. So there are uh, some events looking forward where I agree, July, August, we're, we're going to see the, the Field of Dreams game is scheduled for August. So more of those special events that you are planning your season around uh, are happening right around the time you're describing, Clay. So I agree. I think that's hopefully the time when uh, the the national pastime will start looking more completely normal. All right. Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, 2014-year deal. I believe he's 22 years old, $340 million, an average of $24.2 million per year. I think I got all those numbers right. Yes. Which side do you think, when you talk to baseball people, are people more inclined to believe is a good deal of this side, Tatis Jr. or the Padres? 
a great question. I, I think that from from the standpoint of being a 22-year-old player and getting $340 million, every penny of it guaranteed, is a pretty extraordinary win, I think, for his side. Uh, but also, I think, from the Padres' perspective, they're getting one of the top five players in the sport, and they're getting him for the next decade plus. And I think one of the really key parts of this, Clay, is that when we talk about $300 million deals or, or large deals that haven't worked out, they most often involve players who are signed through their age 40 or 41 season. I'm talking about Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols, Robinson Cano. This deal ends when Tatis is 35, and I would expect he's going to still be a, a premium shortstop until his early 30s, and then if you have to move him off of shortstop, by that time, Eric Hosmer is gone. He's the first baseman now. By that time, Manny Machado may well be gone as well, and, and maybe you move Fernando to third base. It, the flexibility will be there when you need it. And I think, Clay, you look around the game, and, and the point I've been making on this is um, there are those that say, well, how could you possibly build a competitive team when you've got one player on a $300 million deal? Does it leave enough room for the rest of the club? Well, I would say we have not seen a team win a World Series title with a $300 million player since October yeah. when, uh, when the Overton High School grad Mookie Best did it uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So it can be done, and the Padres right now love their roster. Mookie is building a house not far. He built it. I think he may be about to sell it. He's gotten even more money now, but he's got a house not far from where I live here in the Nashville area. But if you look at the three biggest contracts that have ever been given out in Major League Baseball history – Mookie got one, obviously, with the Dodgers in terms of long-term $300 million contracts. Mike Trout uh, with the uh, Angels, and now Fernando Tatis with the San Diego Padres. Three Southern California guys who did pretty well for themselves. Are these kind of contracts going to become even more commonplace, or are these sort of aberrations in your mind, even though they're all occurring relatively in recent vintage? question, Clay. I think that it really depends on the player and his age is so crucial in these calculations because as I described a moment ago with Tatis's contract being through age 35. Now, in Trout's case, his deal is, is more towards, I believe, age 39, uh, so a little bit later on in his career. But to me, I look at this and say, to, for teams to feel fully comfortable signing position players now, based on all the data and information that we've got about the aging curves of players, it almost by definition has to be a player who signs out of high school. And that was true of Mookie. That's true of Trout. Uh, Tati, same thing. Of course, he signed as a teenager uh, originally with the White Sox before coming over in the James Shields trade. So I, I think for position players to get paydays like this, they almost universally have to be someone who is either an international prospect who signs at 16 or a high school player who signs at 18 because then your, your prime earning years sync up with when you're going to be able to be a free agent and really hit the market. I, I think it, it is a little more challenging, Clay, for, for the college player who signs at 21 or 22. That three-year difference uh, is dramatic in terms of uh, the, the willingness of teams to pay based on when you hit free agency. That's what we're seeing right now. And I think that's where baseball, uh, as, as the years come forward, and of course we have a new CBA, hopefully, 
hopefully uh, that'll be negotiated this year that goes into effect next year. Uh, I, I think the draft and player development and that model overall as the minor leagues shrink, I, I think a lot of those questions are going to be out there about how and when players are signing and what the overall developmental structure looks like. Big picture, you were just talking about this new uh, collective bargaining agreement that's eventually going to get hammered out between players and management. Will we see anything that came out of the COVID era that you think sticks? And and one particular couple of things that I think baseball fans would be asking about, designated hitter, uh, what is going to end up happening there? And then the seven-inning double headers. Do you think that there's a possibility that these seven-inning double headers could occur going forward, designated hitter as well? Anything else that could change in your mind as a part of the new CBA? Yeah, I think certainly with respect to the DH, right now we still have, uh, for, for 2021, the separate league yeah. rules. So, of course, the NL will not have the DH. Uh, I, I do expect it's going to be a universal DH uh, for 2022 and beyond. I, I think the seven-inning doubleheaders uh, are likely here to stay as well. Um, the, the runner on second base uh, to start extra innings, I think, for regular season games is another good change, which helps the, the conclusion uh, be wrapped up a little sooner. I, I think, too, you look overall at the, at the playoff structure of the game I think we'll see in time uh, a larger playoff field, maybe not quite as big as what we saw last year, but I believe it's going to be more than the five teams that have been making it in in recent years. So I I think that as much rancor as there has been uh, from either side over the last year plus in terms of hashing out a lot of the COVID protocols and and just getting back on the field – I'm optimistic, Clay, that we're going to see uh, labor peace continue, that we're going to see the, the game stay on the field and keep growing because I, I think the people in charge of the sport realize that this is a very crucial time in the life of American sports leagues where a lot of Americans are, are reevaluating which sports leagues we're going to attach ourselves to or where we're going to devote our time. And I think to, to take yourself out of circulation for a while because of labor relations, I think, is incredibly counterproductive. So I, I think both sides will realize that the, the virtue in staying on the field, I think they'll find a way to do it. And I think, Clay, to your point, we'll see some of these modifications in there. In there. And let's hope that uh, it may not be in the next couple of years because of COVID and and some other economic factors, but but let's hope going forward that we see expansion, and maybe even expansion to Nashville when uh, when the circumstances are right. That would be fantastic. Trevor Bauer has joined the Dodgers. We're talking about one of the all-time great, at least on paper, pitching staffs. They're the defending champs. They vanquished the uh, the exorcism, the demons of waiting all the way back to 1988. How prohibitive of a favorite do you believe the Dodgers should be this year? And who are the four, five, six teams, whoever you would say right off the top here, that are most likely in your mind to be challenging the Dodgers as they attempt to repeat? Well, Clay, it's an interesting thing to think about here because, as you point out, the Dodgers are the favorites. They still have the best roster. I, I love to point out that it's a rotation that was excellent last year. And, oh, by the way, they get David Price back, right. <laughs> who didn't pitch last year, and they've added Trevor Bauer. Uh, and, and arguably their, their best pitcher in the playoffs last year was Julio Urias, and he, he might be their fourth starter right now. So that, that's how deep they are. But all that being said, the second-best team in baseball – is the one that's in their very same division, the Padres. And so their margin for error, especially in a five-team playoff field, is not especially great. If they stumble, if they have a couple key injuries, and they finish five games back of the Padres, even if they win 94 games, 95 games, 
they have to then play that one-game wild card. And so I, I actually think that if I look at the National League, the team that I feel most confident in from a standpoint of winning their division is the St. Louis Cardinals. They've added Nolan Arenado. Uh, they brought back Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright. I think that their circumstance relative to the rest of, the, of their division is better uh, from a relative standpoint than even the Dodgers because the Dodgers have to deal with uh, the Padres. I think uh, out east, I think the NL East is the best top to bottom. Uh, I, I know what we've talked about the Braves and how much your son loves the Braves. I think they're probably still the favorite there, but the Mets have gotten better. The Marlins have gotten better. The Nationals, I think, are poised to bounce back after a disappointing 2020. So I, I think the best, if you look at the best five or six teams in the game, I think a lot of them are in the NL. I think it's Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Braves, and then I might put the White Sox in that class as being the best team in the American League with Tony La Russa, Clay, back in the dugout for the first time in 10 years. We were talking uh, earlier this week. You kind of hinted at this uh, this question as well. We're talking to John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider. You uh, Will people want to go back to the games in big numbers in terms of attendance? And uh, the reason we talked about it on the show, and I'm sure it's something that will be debated for years, it's hard to get people to change their habits. But once they do, and now we've had a full year without really fans being able to go to Major League Baseball games, do you think there is this massive pent-up demand for people like, hey, I can't wait to get back into stadiums? Or do you think people have figured out other ways to spend their time and money and it will be more of a challenge for Major League Baseball in particular, which has 162 games and big stadiums to fill, to get fans back? Well, and that is one of the most crucial questions, uh, I think, in all of sports, and especially for baseball, right, Clay? Because when you think about it, uh, the NFL, you've got eight home games, so each one feels special. Uh, In baseball, you've got 81. And so the the question, I think, from a marketing standpoint – First of all, I think obviously health and safety is going to be a, a key part, convincing fans that at first in small numbers it's safe to be there and then in larger numbers it's safe to be there. So that's, I think, going to be a gradual process as people become more and more comfortable. But the other thing is to reach the, the young families. I think that's going to be the key thing, Clay. Engage and market the sport to say this is an evening for you as a family to enjoy the time together, to enjoy the time now with your community outdoors, which obviously is more appealing right now in a COVID world than indoors. And I think really to market the experience and what it's like to be at the ballpark. Uh, and I think that, that in-ballpark experience is going to be crucial because the, there's a way to certainly experience the game at home, which is great, and watching it on TV, listening to it on the radio, or, or the MLB app, which I do a lot of the time, but it's about finding special things to bring you in, and I, I look at what's happening this weekend with the NHL, they're playing those games at Lake Tahoe, that's yep. really interesting, it makes the regular season feel unique, and I think that when you do things to really add a little bit of additional flavor and excitement to individual regular season games, whether it's dramatic geographic realignment where you've got the Yankees and Mets in the same division. I think baseball is going to have to market their sport in a way they haven't had to in a very, very long time to make sure that each individual event feels special and feels like something that that American families are, are going to want to have on their short list of sports priorities and shared experiences that they want to get into now as we hopefully get to better days ahead. Outstanding stuff as always, John Morosi. I can't wait to get you back on. It means that summer and spring are closer and closer. We'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great, Clay. Thanks so much for everything. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be couple of uh, good storylines that are out there. I know people out there are like, oh, everything is going to be awful, doom and gloom and everything else. This is positive. 
Uh, the NFL, and I just uh, retweeted this link so you can go read it for yourself. The NFL is planning. We were just talking with John Morosi about when Major League Baseball may get back to having full stadiums. And by the way, Major League Baseball is actually benefits from the fact that most of their games are not sold out in general. So a baseball stadium can fill full if, you know, if let's say it seats 40,000 and there's 27 or 28,000 people there, right? I mean, most baseball stadiums are not sold out for every game, but the NFL is planning for a full stadium on August 5th when the Cowboys and the Steelers play the first preseason game of 2021. That's a Hall of Fame game in Canton. Remember, they canceled it this past year. I think it's going to get played this year. Uh, but in theory, August 5th, which, you know, it's a ways away, but that's something pretty nice to think about. Uh, the NFL planning for a full stadium and in the quotes, and I'm reading from uh, an article out there, uh, this is the Hall of Fame president, Dave Baker, uh, said, I think there's a very good shot. We'll be the first full stadium for football in the United States in nearly two years. To me, that's going to be good for the rest of the country and for the football season ahead. It shows we can get our economy going and our kids educated and make even more advances on health care. We're going to be ready. Uh, and uh, he's basically looking at the all the trend lines. I think by the time we get to August, we're going to be ready to go. Vaccines picking up. Obviously, the trend line's the right direction right now. I think the NFL has a wonderful study they did with the CDC that basically said there wasn't one infection that could be traced to the 1.2 million people that went to a game at the Pro Football Hall of Game, Hall of Fame. They've got a lot of uh, positive uh, details associated with that. Also... Um, the overall numbers, and there's an article in the Wall Street Journal today saying, hey, I think by April, and maybe I'll hit you with that as we start back uh, to the uh, start back with overall what exactly is going on in terms of the cases collapsing. Uh, but there's a great article in the Wall Street Journal that I was just reading during the break saying, hey, basically by April, this COVID business is going to be gone. Uh, and if you look, Cases, deaths, and hospitalizations. I'm looking at the New York Times right now. Cases are down 44% in the last 14 days. Deaths are down 39%. And probably the number that's worth paying attention to the most, how many people are hospitalized, it's down 30%. And if you look at the overall trend lines, they basically are collapsing. And the argument, and I'll hit you with this when we come back in the Wall Street Journal, is hey, this is herd immunity. Everybody's focusing on the vaccinations, but the cases started to collapse in early January. And what the Wall Street Journal is arguing, and I'll read several of those quotes from you, is yes, we're vaccinating people, but also we have now got enough overall infections such that herd immunity in conjunction with the vaccines is basically taking the bottom out of uh, covid and the combination of the two is going to allow us to get back to normalcy even faster than many people are thinking because we've basically gotten through this thing. So I'll read some of those quotes for you. It's significant as it pertains to sports being able to get back fully in a, a bit of normalcy there. Uh, a lot of positivity out there that I'll hit you with next. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare i'm saleya mosin and i've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the united states in 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.